Hey guys, so in just a moment, you will listen to our Connecting You segment where one of you gets to have a one-on-one -on -one discussion with one of today's top executives. Now, one of the things that makes us really unique is that we actually connect our audience members to our guests. But before we get into the show, I just wanted to remind you that I've released my ebook, The Five Uncovered Steps to Kickstarting Your Dream Career, and I want you to have it. If you can't afford it, please message me so I can give you a free copy. In this segment of Connecting You, we connect Abi Viswanathan to Bridget Frey. Now, Abi is a software engineer who is new in his career. He works at Amazon and the Alexa team. And Bridget Frey is Redfin's chief technology officer. My name is Abi. I'm a software engineer at Amazon. Um, I've been there for around four and a half years. I started my career in Alexa. So two years after it launched, I, um, I was responsible for the speech recognition platform, which allowed customers to speak in multiple languages, interact with multiple domains, etc. And recently, I'm in um, AWS. I work on Elasticash team, and we, we work on managed Redis clusters. So customers have Redis cast instances that we manage and provision for them. That's awesome. Uh, wow, you worked on a lot of different things in your four years there. That's great. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's Amazon's very fast moving. Yeah. Been in a lot of different you get a lot of different experiences for sure. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Um, so I know I know um, machine learning and AI is sort of the next big thing in computer science. It's grown a lot in the past five years. You know, the algorithms have been there for a while, but now you have access to commodity hardware to run these algorithms and train these machine learning models. My question to you is how has Redfin as a company taken advantage of the machine learning and AI trend and where do you see it headed in the next five, 10 years? Yeah, absolutely. So I can tell you about the Redfin estimate, which is our technology for figuring out what a home will sell for. And it was an idea that we had for many, many years, but we decided to delay building it for a while in part because we didn't feel like machine learning infrastructure was ready for the kind of power that we thought we would need at a you know reasonable cost to, to be able to get accurate enough. You know, we are a real estate company. We have real estate agents who are backed by technology. And so that price has to be pretty darn close to be credible. But a couple of years ago, we realized that with, we use AWS, so we realized with some of the advances that were there, that we'd be able to finally create the most accurate online home value estimate. And in fact, the Redfin estimate today is more than twice as likely to be within 3% of the final sale price. So it's the most accurate mm -hmm. estimate that's out there. And we were able to do that using these new technologies that are there. And because we're in the cloud with AWS, we get to take advantage of all of the innovation that's coming out there as well. So it's a whole new age for machine learning. My next question, it's sort of was sort of within the machine learning. Um, I work in uh, speech recognition. So voice assistants and interacting with uh, using interacting with uh, companies using conversational interfaces have been very popular. Where do you see how do you how does your company integrate voice into its technology portfolio and do you see do you see voice as becoming pervasive with you know you had the you had the website and now you have mobile and I guess voice is the next natural evolution. Do you how do you guys how do you guys integrate with voice or do you have a plan to do so? Yeah, so one of the one of the cases we've been experimenting with over the last couple of years is how to help our real estate agents make use of the time when they're in the car. This is not something that we've gotten to a point where it's ready to be released, but we're work, we've been working on, you know, what, what does a real estate agent want to do while they're in the car? Maybe they want to get 
information about the next tour that they're going to remind themselves of the people that they're meeting and what they're interested in? And can you use voice commands in the car so that the agent can safely get that information while they're headed to the next place? Our real estate agents spend a lot of time driving around. So I think for us, it could, you know, could voice make our real estate agents more efficient? That's something that's really interesting to us. Just to elaborate on that, how, where, where, would you, where do you think voice is headed? How, what kind of plans do you have to further integrate voice in your, in your kind of product? Yeah, I think an, another place that, that could be useful is in support. So when our customers need to get help from us, are there, whether it's chatbots or a voice interface for getting help. So that would be another place where we could potentially use voice in our, in our model. I remember during a conversation yesterday, Abhi, you mentioned that you were kind of not sure if you wanted to stay the course with Amazon for a long time, if you're thinking about joining a startup or another company. Maybe Bridget, if you could give him some pointers on like how he should base his decision. Yeah, Abhi, do you want to tell me a little more about what you're thinking and then I can... Yeah, yeah so, you know, I've, um, I've, been in, I've, been, so I've been at Amazon for almost four and a half years. You know, I've sort of, as, as I said, you know, I worked in the speed recognition uh, domain and then I started working in AWS and what I see in tech is that you know a lot of the bigger companies are sort of getting I guess bigger in the sense you know you have the thing and the small the smaller companies I, I guess are getting bought out I don't know your opinion but I feel in the past years this maybe the startup environment has maybe become smaller so as a so as a as a employee where do you where, where, where would you see a software engineer go after let's say five years like what do you what, what are, what's the difference i guess between you know rising up the ranks maybe going to management senior engineer versus maybe going to a smaller company or maybe going to a bigger company like um what should you look for when you're evaluating sort of like where do you want to where do you want to go so i've always doing your collecting experiences. I think a lot of people talk about it like a career ladder or some kind of path, but I think of it more like almost, you know, a, a video game where you have to go to different parts of the map and collect different experiences. So I think part of it is just kind of what, what experiences are you looking for? And then how can you mostly get that? I think, you know, if you're, if you're interested in management, you know, try out pieces of management. So you can, you can mentor someone, volunteer to run the Scrum software development process, or there's different pieces of being a manager that you might be able to try out before you actually take that plunge, or maybe you're ready to do that. And then, you know, go ahead and try it. You can always go back to software development. You can move back and forth. Um, I was talking with Ash earlier that in my career, I've moved between management, software development, product management a couple different times. And I think that that's a really great way to develop your career. And then you were also asking about just the size of a company. And I think, uh, are you based in Seattle or San Francisco or somewhere else? Or? I'm, I'm in Seattle. Yeah. yeah. So I think especially in Seattle, you'll, you'll see a lot written about how there's kind of this missing middle of the tech market where there's really small companies and there's really large companies, but there's not as much in the middle as there might be in the Bay Area. Redfin, I think, is one of those companies that's right in the middle. And for me, it's this really special size where it's still, you know, a small-ish software engineering team. We've got a couple hundred engineers. And so any engineer who comes in, what they report is feeling so much responsibility that they own this such a broad portfolio and that they're kind of have this opportunity to move from project to project a lot and work on a lot of different problems. And if that kind of thing excites you, I think looking for a mid-sized company might be something that you could do next. Well, what was sort of your path to sort of like management? Um, did you start out as a software engineer, product manager? How was sort of 
how did you sort of you go about your career? Yeah, so I I started coding when I was five, and so I started my career as a software developer and kind of imagined that that was the path that I was going to be on. But about two years in, I had an opportunity to try management, and I debated it, and I was like, I don't know, maybe I should stay a software developer, but I eventually went for it. And it, it just gave me such a perspective on what it's like to do that role. And then I decided, no, I want to be a software developer. I want to get more technical. And I, I just, every time I changed roles, I got more empathy for what the other side was going through. And I think it really prepared me for an executive role ultimately, where maybe have a little more perspective about what it's like to perform these different roles. Okay, great. Uh, so one question I had, you know, I feel, uh, in my opinion, you know, I feel technology is changing a lot with the cloud, you know, the, the way we deploy software, the way, the way hardware, so hardware is sort of treated as, uh, as code. Now you have all this infrastructure service. Uh, so there's, so in crux, you know, there's, there's different technological trends that keep evolving over years. How do you sort of keep up to date with all the technology and how do you stop sort of being obsolete. Yeah. So the first thing is I subscribe to CTO magazine. No, I'm just kidding. There's no CTO. Magazine. <laughs> so what there is, you <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, I think, I do think reading a lot, being on Twitter, be, like looking for sources of information and seeing what people get excited about is, is certain, like you, you do kind of have to know what the trends are, but I think you also have to look at trends and say, oh, that's actually something people were talking about 15 years ago with another name. A lot of trends in technology are recycled. And so you have to have, you have to have some ability to sort of synthesize that and say like, no, this is actually something really big and, and make a call that, hey, maybe this is something that our team should be exploring. But I think that as Redfin has grown, I mean, I, I can't be the expert on every single technology. So how do you build a community of experts within the company that are able to stay on top of these things? So we have a tech lead community at Redfin, which is for our principal engineers and our most senior technical contributors. And that group comes together and really shares notes and they, they do one-on-ones with each other and try to come up with and pitch trends. And then we'll fund those, we'll fund working groups to consider looking into those more and seeing whether there's any reason to bring those technologies into Redfin and then make careful choices about what we bring in. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, uh, Bridget, for taking the time today. We really appreciate it. I'm sure. Yeah, thank you. I'll, I'll be was, I'll, yeah, I'll be was super excited to meet you when I talked to him yesterday. So. Yeah. No, this was great. I'm sorry it was so brief, but um, yeah, feel All free right. to reach out anytime. Uh, no, we had a we had a great conversation. I'm happy we had it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll hopefully talk soon, Bridget. And All right. Thanks, Ash. Take care. Good luck with the podcast. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so so much for listening. Now. We want your feedback on this, so let us know what you think. And if you want to join one of our conversations in the future, please feel free to email me, ash at executalks.com. We have lots of interviews coming up. Please let me know so that we can get you connected with one of today's top executives and you can be on our show. And we'll have one of these come out every Wednesday. So stay tuned for the next one next Wednesday.